Hi. Dickington Steele here. And today, we are dissecting lockdown with appearances by Chinese bureaucracy, Shanghainese grandparents, foreigners, and of course, our lovely guest Kevin, an Asian American lad in New Jersey. So sit back and enjoy our brow-inclusive rambling about dishwashers, hubris, getting stir crazy, and the future of Shanghai. This is double pontification. Thursday, May fifth. The city streets are empty for the holiday, even with the remaining expats. Sitting on my window sill is my cat, hypnotized by pigeons. And I'm there too, watching. Six weeks of lockdown have turned me into a nocturnal animal. I must treat my mental health carefully. It's a big city. I can't go anywhere. Sometimes. I barely know where I am. All right, Dickington Steele. Come on. How we doing? It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, yeah, it's been about like a month and a half since the last time I did an episode, and that's the one I did with、uh, Chang about hair. Oh, those were much more optimistic days. You know, the world was bright and the future was great, and we were talking about our luscious hair. And then now we're almost out of shampoo. There's no conditioner left. People are, are fighting over scraps of of noodles in the streets. Oh dear God! <laughs> But、uh, <laughs> lockdown's been tough. So yeah, you posted that one. On March eighteenth. Oh and Jesus! Right now it's it's May it's May sixth where you are. May fifth on your end. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? It's Cinco de Mayo and you're talking to me. Oh, you know, <laughs> my man. Yeah, so locked. So you've been in lockdown for what about six weeks now? Six weeks. Yeah. It depends on where you are in Shanghai. Some places they've been in lockdown. I think about like two months, dude. My grandparents have been in lockdown since March twentieth. You know, thankfully they've been treated pretty well.、Um, they've gotten a lot of food. I mean, you know, the fact that they have like two apartments together as two separate people means they get double rations, which is kind of dumb. But you know, they're not complaining. Oh, oh, I thought I thought you were going to get into how、uh, now they have an apartment each, so they don't hate each other. They don't do like a. A late '80s divorce. <laughs> oh come on, dude! They're like they're like well in their '80s, man. They're they, 
they're done with that. They're done with that uh, whole like can't stand each other bullshit. They have the space for it if they need it, right? But uh, now they're doing well, though. Just uh, you know, they've done what like at least probably almost twenty PCR tests now. It's kind of crazy to think. Yeah, that's about right. You know. Yeah. So uh, you know, your girlfriend recently got back to uh back to China. Uh, I think it was back in March, right? So what 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 was the time difference? Because I don't think you guys had a lot of time between her coming back to Shanghai and then you you guys having to quarantine. So basically, we did a week at home. Uh, well, she okay. So she's been in and out of lockdown for like uh, let's say quarantine, right? It was like in lockdown. She was in and out of quarantine for. A while. She had to do her own stint on her own for right, two weeks. And right, then the third week, right. she could do it back at home. Where then she trapped me in uh, Shawshank with her. And then we got two <laughs> days of freedom where we could walk around, you know, grab a smoothie and like, you know, move our legs and shit. And then after that, April 1st is when um, chaos descended. And then pretty much all of Shanghai had to go into Jesus. lockdown. Yeah. It's the worst April Fool's joke that they could play on you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing her uh, her Instagram and just uh, following the whole ordeal. It is not pleasant how much stuff she has to go through wearing that whole bodysuit. You know, it blows my mind to just see how China still has, like, the capability of doing all that, like... They're so determined to <laughs> get everyone, like just you know, a single individual, like in a bodysuit, uh, you know, one of those has like hazmat looking suits, right? Quarantined, and then you have all these people being PCR tested like every other day or something, or is it every day for you guys? What is it right now? It is highly dependent, I think, on neighborhood. So, one of the really crazy things about the situation is that it's highly fragmented. So you do have mm-hmm. orders from upstairs in terms of like, well, this is how we're going to do things. But then in terms of the actual execution of how things are done, that's highly dependent on a lot of mm, kind of subjective whims might be a little bit uh, too cynical. But let's say these, the, the localized decision-making of... Uh, you know, not really united bodies. Mm, mm. So for example, in my neighborhood, we might be doing our own testing schedule where we'll do it like, oh, once every two or three days or depending on like what we see fit. But then like another neighborhood next door, they'd be like, well, we got to do it like all the time. So it Interesting. it does vary. And that's what makes it really tough to follow mm, because, mm. you know, you talk to people across oh. the city like hey have you lost your mind yet it's like dude i've done my 69th test today and then i talked to someone else is <laughs> uh, i'm i'm good dude i keep getting government food they're stuffing me with ramen and uh i haven't taken a test in 10 days so really? there is quite there is quite the gamut and that makes it very confusing especially if you don't know chinese so like a lot of the expats right now are like, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like he's saying it's this, she says it's that, and I'm just at home and drinking too much. Like it's so it, it's a bit of a a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean I've been following some of what's been going on through my grandparents and relatives and our good friend Hana, you know. Uh 
from from our waifu from your waifus and your horror episodes right and uh you know she almost got a taste of freedom um they were supposed to be able to go out yesterday and then last minute they i guess the local community or whatever decided like just just kidding we're revoking all your passes like apparently there's like a there's a a sheep mm-hmm. a young right uh in the in the uh community like down the street from us yeah so, that means a positive case yeah right it's a little bit of a homonym there yeah so uh, that's interesting to hear that it's all localized when i would imagine it would be much more centralized uh from district to district i mean they are managing 25 million people yeah it's hard to centralize that that's true well have you lost your mind yet I oh mean, no not yet <laughs> Have you taken 69 PCR tests? Oh, no. Uh, I, I'd probably say I've taken about uh, uh, 15-ish, maybe. 15 about, yeah. No, I haven't lost my mind. I actually, I, I've been actually having a pretty good time, <laughs> perversely enough. Oh, yeah? I actually really like being cooped up. Oh, yeah? How so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, You know, freedom's overrated. I really like uh, being cooped up. and um, No, I... I well, one, I'm not alone. So I've talked to some people, and if you're living a really solitary, confined experience right now, that could be its own sort of hell. That's if true. If you That's are true. prone to feeling lonely or uh, you're really dependent on socializing, like there's this guy I know who's losing his his mind a bit, uh, just being cooped up all the fucking time. Me, you know, I've got my girlfriend here. I've got my cat. I also like watching movies. So, I mean, for me, what I fucking find annoying is that I need to wash so many goddamn dishes. I'm like, oh, god damn. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, dude. You mean you don't normally? The skin on your hands. The skin on your hands age. They show. So even when you do, you know, that Asian beauty, you know, skincare, like sometimes we neglect the hands. That's a lot of wear and tear, right? I use moisturizer, man. Ah, oh, come on. Ah, oh, dude, the hands do not lie. Have you heard of a dishwasher? <laughs> of course I've fucking heard of it, but you, what Shanghainese apartment has a dishwasher? Yeah, what am I What am I saying here in China? Who the hell uses Your parents have a dishwasher? Or do your grandparents have a dishwasher? Oh, dude, we have a dishwasher. Oh, my grandparents definitely don't in Shanghai. That's why, man. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, we've always have. I, I mean, I'm obviously joking because let's be honest. I I don't think I've <laughs> met, ever met a single Chinese family who properly use their dishwasher, other than for like storage, right? To, like to that, dry that's what it. we use. Yeah, our, exactly. Yeah, no, not even dry it. Like we we leave it outside to dry, then put it back into the dishwasher like it's some kind of glorified <laughs> like cabinet. Right. You know. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey man, I, it's you the know, holy doing cabinet. dishes. <laughs> it, it it creates character, you know. You know, get every single grime every single drop of food off your plate every single drop of grease like you know oh oh, dude but it's about choices it's because you can choose to use a dishwasher if you really wanted to at home yeah yeah i mean everything's a choice but like come on i mean like when i was younger it's not a choice here what are you talking about i didn't have a choice yeah exactly and it blows I'm saying you have the choice it's like yeah I want to get my fingers and like I want to get some grease under my nails oh yeah the fucking fondue I I made it's still under my nails too oh yeah we gotta we get like a some deja vu I can still like enjoy that and like 
do nasty shit and like lick my nails and whatever. But like when you can't choose, when you have to do all your dishes because you're constantly cooking. Come on, don't lie. When you were still in Shanghai, we went out to eat like quite a bit. So it's about choice, right? Well, Dick, I mean, you know, making fondue was a choice too, right? I mean, yeah, I actually haven't made fondue. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I was like, what the, what but, the hell? Are you making fondue? Who the hell makes fondue? You know, you get a fucking fountain for that. Or you go out. Yeah, I have made uh, lots, of, lots of pasta. Uh, made um, lots of sandwiches. That's right. You've been cooking a lot more. Have right? been. You've been cooking more. Have been. You've been making pickles. Made some pickles, yeah. So easy. What, what kind of pickles are we talking about? Like uh, like American style or like Chinese style? What the f- Oh, uh, more uh, more more American style. Yeah, but like dill. Well, I dill. mean like yeah. you know, Chinese like, you know, pickling methods are a bit different, right? Yeah. But you know what the funny thing is but you, I, you got like the brine. Yeah, I never think of them as pickles exactly. They're like a different yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking of the translation. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yen cai, right? Yeah, yeah. No, well, what's the cai I'm talking about? The uh uh cai or something. Oh, jata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we haven't made that. I think uh, my girlfriend's not really that interested. <laughs> but um No. Well, we might we might mm. get into that later once we get sick of making pickles for like the 13th time. So You guys make like dill pickles with the um, Yeah, like, except, we, we, except, the, the hell, except we're out of dill. Where are you getting dill from? No, no, exactly. So I was going to say like we added dill. And then the government's not being like, "Hey, you know, Here's a here's a fucking deal to go along with your other hearty like fucking potato famine, you know supplies. So they give here's some patats, like two zucchinis, an eggplant, and some onions that are half bad. <laughs> what uh, I I've seen some crazy shit that people got. You know, um, Hana showed me that she got like two bags of rice wine. Like, okay, you know how in Canada they do like milk in bags? Because I was in Canada a few weeks ago, right? I, um. You know that's a thing, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They always do shit like they always do shit like thirty percent weird in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have like crazy. They, they put all the milk <laughs> fat content on their milk too, which honestly actually is helpful. But you know, they, they got like giant bags of milk, right? And now I see like the same thing, but like giant bags of rice wine. Um, have you gotten your daily shit? That's for cooking, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I mean, it's Huangzhou, eh? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, right, I don't yeah. mind drinking Huanzhou. No, they have not given me any booze. Oh, that's too bad, man. No, they have not given me any booze. I was surprised. I mean, um, yeah, obviously it's probably intended for cooking, but you could drink that shit if you really wanted to. Goes well with fish. Oh, dude, remember we went to that to the uh, rice wine, that 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 bar on the Bund. What was it called? Nineteen forty-five. Yes. Yeah, I was scrolling through some pics. That was that was like. What four or five years ago now? Uh, yeah, I want to say three or four. Three or four, maybe, maybe. three or four. Tw- maybe twenty eighteen or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was dope. That, that was, was real good. dope. I mean, it definitely got a little trashed. Yeah, well, maybe another um, three or four years, I might be able to have a drink outside. Yeah, well, maybe three four years, I'll be able to share a drink with you in person. <laughs> well, that's a good question. So. Okay, I'm on the inside, you know, of this like crazy, crazy storm. But to be honest, like my personal kind of day to day for the past six weeks has been pretty enjoyable, right? It's like uh, I have a fuck ton of work, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and now that that's the weird thing is that work and inside life has been so blurred. 
mm. where it's like I feel like I'm constantly on call, so that's pretty lame. But I mm. think spending time mm. with my girlfriend, mm. my cat, and then cooking a lot. I mean, yeah, the dishes suck, but um, <laughs> it's been it's been pretty enjoyable. But I'm sure you talked to some other people, or maybe you've seen some news about the situation, right? Where it's not so cool. Like I said, there are some people who are losing their minds. There are some people. Here's another thing: Shanghai's so fucking big.、Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know Shanghai's ginormous, right? So、yeah. we're talking about places that we joke aren't really Shanghai. Like if you're in Minhang, or God forbid, you're in like you know Baoshan <laughs> or yeah, Fengyi, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Fengxian. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Yeah, Pudong. Like, God forbid you're in these fucking places, right? The, it's basically Yonkers, and <laughs> like, well, I, I just heard when you're in those places, like, it's really hard to get food. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I saw.、Like, here I am. Get. I'm getting. I'm getting fat off fondue and pickles in those places. They're like doing Dickens. Like, can I have some more, sir? They get like five grains of rice or something. So. <laughs> my my point being is, given the the gamut of all these experiences and all that, like, how's your how's your enthusiasm for coming back to Shanghai looking like? Because for、hmm. for the entirety of like your time, pretty much right when you were in Jersey, and we're、well, still in Jersey, but in Shanghai, you know things were really free flowing and all that until the past month or so.、Hmm. You were like, damn, I want to come back. Right. right. Have you questioned that at all since? That's a good question. Lots of people want to leave, man. That's a good question. Well, you know, the exodus is coming. Have I questioned whether or not I want to come back to Shanghai? A little bit, you know. My parents are certainly like very much、um, agitated by the whole thing being, you know, at a distance, right?、Um, especially given the fact that my grandparents are, are, you know, they're living alone and they still haven't been vaccinated. And they kind of refuse to be vaccinated. Still, why is that?、Uh, I think it's going to like, you know, 破坏我们营养 It's like you know, going to ruin the nutrients in our body or whatever. Going to mess up our immune system.、Uh, it's like okay, I yeah. I mean, you are at an age where it's a little bit riskier, but that's better. I, I'd rather take the vaccine, feel like crap for a few days. Then get COVID unvaccinated, right? Especially at your age,、uh, especially at their age. So they, they've just been really putting it off. I mean, it's not really an option to go get vaccinated at this time right now either, right? Because they've just been locked down. But、um, you know, I mean, my family—they definitely are. My mom has, you know, always been subtly hinting, like, "Hey, maybe you should stay here, you know, stateside, right? Look how, <laughs> look how shitty things are happening." It doesn't seem、Shanghai. so subtle, dude. Oh, it's not. This is pretty fucking obvious. Oh, it's not subtle at all. I'm just, I'm just being facetious. But、um, but Kavan, look at how many white women there are in America. Oh my! <laughs> Don't you want to stay? That is. <laughs> Now back to double. Pontification. Nah, but uh,、yeah. you know, I look. I still feel the same about that. The fact that、uh, I feel like I have unfinished business in Shanghai. You know, I still feel robbed of my time. You know,、mm. uh, and even though the irony is that you mean you, being thrust out 
Well, basically, you you went to see your family, and then you、yeah. couldn't come back in、yeah. with the March twenty twenty thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I I was、uh, locked out of Ch-、uh, China,、um, just literally like a f- like a week or two、uh, from my flight. Right.、Um, you know, I just feel like uh, it's uh, I feel like I have unfinished business. You know, I I want to. Come back to Shanghai and you know, kind of do some of the years I lost in a way. You know, there's also you know potential business prospects, right?、Um, you know that that's a big selling point, and you know it, it's hard because the irony is that now I'm in the U.S. and just watching everything unfold in Shanghai. It's like wow, this is like kind of my life like two years ago. Maybe not to the same extreme, right? Because obviously, I could still like go out, right? But you know, I, there was nowhere to go.、Uh, but there, you know,、right. there's no like required PCR tests and whatever. But you know, basically, I spent like a whole year in in my house, right?、Um, right. Yeah. I, I never yeah. left, right?、Um, and now, that, oh man, yeah, all that sweet fucking karma raining down on me. Dude, really? <laughs> At the time, I was like, check this out, Kavon. I'm like getting wasted. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh damn, this、yeah. blows. <laughs> you know, I mean, every time I see like, look, I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see like a post from like <laughs> like on expat group chats or like or like Facebook,、uh, right, and people are like complaining like this blows. Like, like I'm leaving Shanghai. I'm you know, part of me is just like you 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 get a, you get a little chub. <laughs> You're like,、uh, yeah, baby. You know, burn、I'm, baby, burn.、Uh, you know, not gonna lie, a little bit of Schadenfreude. You know, just uh, you know, uh, just being like, oh, like, yeah, like you know, this is you know, you were all clubbing it up in Shanghai in 2020 and 2021. Man, we 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 Icarus. We flew too close to the you, sun. You know, I feel like that's really what's been happening. You know, you guys are doing things so well in Shanghai and in China broadly. And now, you know, the, the you know nothing is helping in terms of like. I'm sorry. A lot of things I've been hearing about what's happening in Shanghai just doesn't make any sense from a very scientific、oh, yeah. standpoint. You know. Oh yeah. What are some of the things? Are just curious. Like, see how it aligns with. Well, well, what, I, what well, I've been seeing on the inside. Well, let's take the PCR testing for example, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. like you know, you, there's people who are there. There are people who are asymptomatic, right? So you doing a PCR test for like one day, you know, and then and the way you do it the next day and the next day and the next day, like you're not going to be able to really keep track of who gets COVID, and even because you know it's not. There's a lot of asymptomatic. Cases, right? And then if you have people like outside lining up, like literally、mm. in close close proximity, like even if you're that's out, a hotbed, like serious, exactly, man. Like,、mm. don't、mm. you think that's? Oh yeah.、Happen? Oh, speaking of hotbeds,、oh, yeah. right? Like the like、mm. the centers that they've had where like they transport people who are like,、oh, like the COVID camps, the COVID camps, like、oh, that's、man. literally a hot. Like that just sounds like you're trying to breed a petri dish. For cases, oh yeah, you know,、oh, yeah. um, I heard that one of the、mm-hmm. reasons that this whole thing happened in the in the first place was that, uh, like Hong Kong had it pretty bad, like in like March or something, like maybe March or February.、And、yeah, they were getting about fifty thousand cases a day for a bit. Yeah, they only have eight million people there. And、uh, so、do the math on that. 
but people were allowed to like escape to China, you know, escape to Shanghai. Exactly. And yeah. one of the hotels uh, that were open to the like, ventilation. Yeah, I heard about the ventilation. It was like really old and just a bunch of asymptomatic <laughs> cases. Just you yeah. know, creating a breeding ground. You know, like look, I think I'm not a scientist. I'm not an epidemiologist, but I think China needs to move in the direction of uh, having COVID being endemic and really the the only way you can do that is just by getting more people vaccinated. Right, uh, especially older people. Right, I think what only twenty twenty five percent of elderly people in Shanghai are actually vaccinated fully. Something like that. Something ridiculously low, right? And really, that was mm. you know th- those are the vulnerable people that they should have got vaccinated in the first place. Um, I mean, I'm not saying the yeah. U.S. is like some kind of champion for vaccines because we are our own stupid ass people with uh you know anti vaxxers and. You know, I don't think, you know, COVID's never going away. You know, Fauci a few weeks ago said, uh, you know, we're heading into an endemic stage where people who are going to get it, they're going to get it, right? Um, uh, obviously, you know, for those who still wear masks or are going to wear, are going to keep wearing their masks, for those who, you know, decide not to, then that's their choice, right? But, mm. you know, at least... You know, I think it's just so interesting seeing two drastically different ways of handling or mishandling COVID, however the hell you want to frame it, right? Uh, the policies the policies could not be more different. And I feel like at this point, you know, I'm a little concerned about even, more, you know, the further ramifications, especially when it comes to, like, the global economy, right? Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, today was May 5th. Uh, very, very terrible day in the markets. Um, <laughs> the Cinco de Mayo massacre, man. That's what's going to go down as that, in that, the textbooks. That is, that is a funny way to call it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, adios mio. <laughs> Dude, it's freaking terrible, man. I, I woke up to seeing like, oh, Neo, Neo stock down 10%. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's not bad. It's a Chinese stock. Of course it's going to happen. And then look at the rest of my portfolio and I'm like, I'm like down like 5%. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here today? Holy shit. Um, yeah, it's going to be how it is. Yeah. But um, when it comes down to uh, the situation that Shanghai and by extension China is in, it's tough because there is a lot of what I think pride and hubris. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of earned pride in my opinion, right? I think I think COVID uh, was handled extremely well, actually, uh, for the most part. Um, but I think it's hard for people to pivot now because so much of the kind of pride of the nation has been built on that success for the past two years. But conditions have changed, right? But I think that it's hard for people to adapt the way they they treat something you know there is this kind of overwhelming feeling like well it was contained before and people were kept safe so we don't need to vaccinate right we we had the option of vaccinating but you know we don't have to as one and then two it's also like well we contained it before this is a little bit more infectious but ah you know like it's how much harder could be could it be to contain this and People are realizing, oh, fuck, this is really hard. Like in my building, you know, uh, 
in addition to crowding outside in order to take tests. We actually haven't been doing that for a while, to be honest. You know, they've wisened up a bit. But again, I, that probably depends on what community you're in because it's so localized, right? Where if you have like a bunch of a bunch of like, you know, shit flinging monkeys, you know, leading your community, they're like, yeah, get in this room and then hotbox <laughs> it with your like COVID germs and then uh, we'll test you all, right? Then yeah, it's gonna be a fucking problem. Um, but in my building, we have 32 uh, mm-hmm. floors. And only two elevators. Mm, mm, so you mm. can imagine where if someone was positive and then we're all sharing the same <laughs> fucking elevator, that could be a problem. A super spreading um, nightmare. So it, it, it is tough. Uh, and lots of false alarms, as you were alluding to earlier, mm. in terms of like, uh, you want your freedom back? You know, let's dangle it in front of you. Okay. Oh, wow. And things always constantly being pushed back. I've actually talked about this with my girlfriend, and I've had a lot of reflections mm-hmm. on, like, Chinese society and Chinese people. And it's really hard to to kind of have any umbrella conclusions about things because it's so layered. And when you have a, a billion and a half people, there's going to be a, a very widespread. But I, I mm-hmm. personally feel comfortable with the statement that I think a lot of Chinese people are really bad at communicating. Hmm. They're like hmm. really poor communicators. That's a strong claim. I really think so. I, I, I really think so. I, I think that I think that there's um, really a really poor grasp of um, specificity and I also think that there's something very kind of rule by might where uh, like someone with authority or perceived hmm. authority says something but it's not really transparent as to how this is actually going to happen. And then people are just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, just nodding along. And I, I also just think that even when it comes to our community stuff, because, for example, on WeChat, you know, our big uh, messaging platform mm-hmm. akin to uh, WhatsApp, right? Like, we have hundreds of people in this fucking group. It's like our community group mm-hmm. and then our mm-hmm. building group. And, it, like... I'm seeing like hundreds of people talking like all the time in this fucking group. And they talk right. about the most inane shit. And then they have like, <laughs> n- they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, to be quite honest. Like right? what? Um, well, all sorts of things. Like, uh, for example, getting into fights about such random shit. And also like what, another thing is that, oh, dude, Chinese people love the fucking gossip. Oh, and yeah. It's oh like, yeah, I gossip. Who's, Come on, man. Who's that doing karaoke in twenty nine oh three? And to be honest, it is kind of annoying, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like eleven thirty at night, and you hear like, "I love you, baby." And I'm like, dude, okay, you know, <laughs> it, I know I'm in China when we're fucking locked down, and this guy still can't like, you know, give up karaoke. Um, you know, I appreciate mm-hmm. the passion, I guess. Mm-hmm. But people are like, "Yo, it, will twenty nine oh three shut the fuck up?" It's like, yo, you shut the fuck up, Grandpa. Blah blah blah. Like, I can hear you. Like, I can. They actually get into fights. <laughs> oh no, they they get into fights and shit. And it's like, close your window. I can smell your fucking eggplant stew from from three windows away. Blah blah. <laughs> and then someone's like, no, no one fight. Like we're all in this together. And like, oh Jesus. I'm like, oh, this is so fucking useless. But it's a bunch of people who love the bicker, and they're like either retired. Mm. Or they're like cooped up all day and they're in terrible marriages and like, oh, I need an outlet. I need a hobby. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to like talk shit in this fucking group. It's, 
It's mm, wild, man. Mm, mm, mm. I, I've seen some very ugly sides of humanity in the past few weeks. Like I'm pretty good in my safe haven, right? You know, with right, between right. me, my cat, my girlfriend, I think we have a a decent average of of character going on here. But oh yeah, I mean, your <laughs> when, cat when, definitely pulls up, you know. But uh, sorry, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, he's compensating uh, for yeah, everything. Someone, someone's got to contribute. He doesn't contribute to rent, so he's got to contribute something. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just just all sorts of ridiculous things. Like, there's this one guy, this Italian dude named Marco. Yeah. Oh, Marco. And, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so Marco in this group is getting desperate because his dog <clears throat> hasn't been able to walk outside. And look, this is a really tough thing on, on not just yeah. humans, but yeah, on animals yeah. too, especially dogs. My cat doesn't give a fuck. My cat's like, oh, whatever. But mm. uh, dogs, they need to go outside. Um, he was saying like, oh, you know, it's really hard. My dog being cooped up and blah, blah. And someone was like, well, you should have thought of that. It's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? It's yeah, like, what, oh, what, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And, huh. and then it's like, well, you should have stocked up on like little pee pads and stuff for your, for your little, your pooch. And it's like, okay, yeah, I have some of those, but it's still like really tough. And, you know, can we negotiate some dog walking service or whatever? To be fair, though, I'm saying it in a very gentle way. But Marco was like raging back, so he wasn't really helping his case. He was like, "Fuck you, man! My dog is blah blah blah." <laughs> nah, nah. Mm. Yeah, he was he was raging really hard. It's basically like, "I could buy your family, you fucking peasant." It's like, okay, uh, dude. Actually, uh, <laughs> really. Not no, but with that kind of level of like, like rage and frustration, and but to be fair, it, look, I see it both ways, you know. So you know, by the way, when I say that like Chinese people are bad communicators, I'm not suddenly say, claiming that Italians are good communicators either. Right, 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 right. Especially when emotions are flaring up, right? Mm-mm. And this other person was trying to be helpful. But also being like utterly ridiculous, like, oh, well, you know, I looked this up on Baidu, and apparently, like, if you dip this Q-tip like in a little oil, and then you shove it up your dog's ass, like, it could stimulate it into taking like a more efficient crap. You're fucking kidding me. You're fucking no. with me. <laughs> no, I'm Someone dead serious. Someone actually fucking said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's so, fucking hilarious, dude. And you can, and and on top of this, in this group, we're supposed to be getting. Like serious information about like today at two p.m. you're gonna take this you know, uh, you know PCR test and you, we're gonna start off with floors thirty two to sixteen and then you await your t-. but it's so easy to miss that shit when people are arguing about whether or not you should shove this Q tip up a dog's ass so. <laughs> It's like, can we have separate groups? And then now we have to fucking diversify. We're like, this is the serious group, and this is the gossip group, and this is like the food buying group. And it's like, oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. And this makes me so misanthropic. I'm like, I fucking hate people. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That sounds like an absolute shitstorm, man. It's just annoying. Um, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with a. Well, you know, having a group chat that big also doesn't lend itself to good communication either right because i feel true. like you it's know true. when you have a group chat that big i really think it should just only be limited to important announcements right like keep your fucking bickering outside of the chat you know um, it's gotten it's gotten better because eventually people had to step in after this like fucking dog anal q-tip incident <laughs> <laughs> after that people were like whoa 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 
we we need to control things here. <laughs> like you, you like, crossed okay, the line. Drew the line. Yeah, drew the yeah, line at dog sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh well. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are, man. You know, that's where 2022 is at. We've got dog sodomy, and we've got Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, oh and um, you know the bear market. That's where we're at. Now back to double pontification. What do you think, when do you, you know, give or take, when do you think you're going to see some significant improvement? Or what do you, what do you think are going to be the catalysts for a better, for some actual improvement in this situation? Because, oh. I mean, it just seems like this is endless. Like, I feel like if there's a country that has a will to do shit like this, like for months on end, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be China, right? Like, but I don't think it's sustainable. But you know, that being said, it's really hard to tell. Okay, yeah, uh, let Dick pull out the tea leaves. Okay, let's see. Hmm. Okay, so I've thought about this uh, a bit. So first of all, I think you've got a really good point. Uh, this is the the double edged sword of of contemporary China which is if they want to do something, they're going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. You know, come hell or high water, like that shit is going to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the interesting things is you're going to have like uh, immovable object, meet unstoppable force when it comes to the economy. So one of the things that China is really proud about is you know, the, the economy and how much it grows year after year after year after year, right? And mm-hmm. there are a lot of critics. It's like, this shit ain't sustainable. And then somehow or another, China always pulls it out and like, damn, okay, I guess it is sustainable. This year, they're in actual danger of not meeting their targets. And there's been a lot of criticism about like, well, you know, past two years and then supply chain shit that obviously trickles down to fucking up America's inflation, um what's gonna happen <laughs> right wow. you're pay, paying eight dollars for like for gas right now Dude, i'll trade you i'll trade you a hundred dollars for for a fucking snickers bar already doing that buddy <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's gonna be tough because on one hand it's like they're really proud about keeping covid shit really low in terms of how many cases they have and another thing you could do is just you could fiddle with the stats i mean you can re-narrativize it reframe it I mean, because Stats are so easily manipulatable when you um, spread it out to other people and reports and right, stuff, right? right? It's right, just kind of right. like, oh, yeah, I'm six foot in shoes. But, you know, you just don't include that part, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, or, oh, yeah, baby, I'm 17 centimeters, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah. what does that mean? Oh, my God, is that like, is, 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 is that like some fucking like massive like Statue of Liberty porn dick? <laughs> so... You know, there's so many ways to manipulate things when it comes to units and what you're talking about. It's like, oh, we only had 5,000 cases, you know, that were actually, you know, serious. Right, right, <laughs> So right. it's, uh, mm. how are you going to have that? How are you going to clamp down on COVID infection rates and all that? And at the same time, allow the economy to recover, especially when Shanghai and Beijing, you know, that's your, that's your bread and butter. Right, right. And Shanghai's been out of commission 
for pretty much like a month and a half now.、Mm. So lots of those factories, you know, making all the shit for the rest of the world as well as for China. They haven't been doing stuff like even Tesla was shut down for a bit. But apparently Elon's like you know good buddies with some people, so it's like hey, you know, I'm like I'll give you like a few EVs and then you restart the factories, all right? You know, so I don't know what deal he made, but somehow making it work. Did you did you hear he's making they're, they're, the Tesla's going to open another like、uh, I think supplementary factory in Shanghai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. I've had heard about that. Damn. Hey man, bullish, bullish. Man on is、Tesla. fucking slick. But bullish on Tesla, man. Man is fucking slick, man. You know. Gotta you gotta buy more of some Doge. Yeah, yeah. What the launch of Doge one? Oh, God. Yeah, I did. You know, I did buy a little bit of Bitcoin and Ethereum today because it dipped pretty, pretty steeply today, like nine percent. Yeah, or maybe ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, dude. I mean, might as well since the RMB and the dollar might not be worth anything if you know in like another two years. <laughs> yeah, I hope this ages like milk. What you just said?、Um, how how much did you go in? Did you did you buy like what like a, a full Bitcoin? Dude, come on, man! Full Bitcoin. That's that, that's <laughs> that. You do realize that would be such a huge chunk of my portfolio. Like, hey, you know what? I, I'm not I'm not rich, man. Come on. Scared money don't make money. I think William Shakespeare said that. <laughs> Scared money don't make money. Or maybe maybe in his day it was a fearful wallet does not a fortune make. You know, if you told me that's something that actually he said, you know, I would believe you. I, I believe you. I believe. <laughs> yeah, you. That you sounds know, like something. It was it. It was in. Uh, it was in. Uh, the Tempest. It's not from the Tempest, is it? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> um. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Just um, it's interesting you talk about statistics, right? I feel like. People don't really give a shit about stats as much here in the U.S. anymore about COVID because I think you guys already did your not, time. Okay, obviously, quote, if you want to go find stats, feel people still talk about. Yeah, you know, I think people are just tired. You know, people just don't give a damn anymore. You know, the most you hear is like, okay, like yeah, cases are creeping up again because there's this new variant going around, but we don't know how severe it is. Okay, fair enough, right? But no one's like. No one's scrutinizing the numbers、um, as much, and you know it makes me think. Like I don't know how the rest of the world is doing.、Uh, I heard in Europe it's still pretty bad, but if China's trying to like write a narrative, like who is it for? Who's this narrative for?、That's、is it for the rest、question. of the world? Is it for the U.S.? Is it for? Is it for? For for Chinese people? Because. I know, I know damn well there are a lot of Shanghainese people who are fucking fed up with this whole thing, right?、Um, I'm sure the amount of censorship that has been, I'm sure the censors have been in overdrive, man. Because I've seen shit get posted on WeChat and next day it's gone. Like,、mm. like there are some pretty heinous stories coming out of this whole lockdown situation. It's really hard to tell what's real and what's not because there are a lot of things that are censored. You know that's that's always been their their shtick. You know if you if you live in China, you engage with China, you accept that it's just one of the things that they're going to engage in. Right? right, right. At the same time, there are also a lot of things that can be presented without context. Right, like for、hmm. example, if you show, let's say,、um, some foreign dude seemingly like getting dragged to the floor. 
by uh, people in hazmat suits. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is another case of you know an abuse of authority and blah, blah, blah. And it might have been. Hmm. But it's really hard to say. And that's what's really tough about this this situation. But what I would also say is that ultimately, I think this is a really challenging time for China because people are actually really questioning about things in terms of how things are run here. And I think hmm. that that has not really been an issue for a long time in China. Because mm. over the past two years, yeah, at the very beginning of the pandemic, right? Like with the Wuhan shit, there were definitely people like, what the fuck is going on? But then quickly that was quelled because then it was like, oh, damn, you know, like we got our shit together. Look at how fucked up America was in other places. Mm. And they may perhaps they continue to be. Mm. Mm. But they built up so much goodwill. They're like, oh, man, we love how things are done here. You know, like all the those other alternative systems and ideologies overrated you know, it's all bullshit and, you know, it, it's really, you know, the best here by far. And mm. I think you had a lot of hubris uh, generated here, you know, a lot of nationalistic hubris. Mm. And now people are kind of like, oh, damn, you know, party's over. You know, now we're hungover next day, right? You thought you were having a great time. You know, you turn on the lights and you realize you slept with like some like hobo townie. And you're like, oh, my goodness. I thought it was fucking Ryan Reynolds, but it wasn't. No, it was like Brian Reynolds, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I wouldn't have done this if I was sober, you know, something like that. And now people are are wondering, like, at what point is this too much in terms of people keeping in? Like, this worked before, but then now the conditions have changed. Like, this is a much more infectious variant. And what's what's kind of like our exit strategy? And that's what I'm talking about in terms of being poor communicators. Hmm. Hmm. And I think that this is really typical. Oh, and look, I'm not saying like every fucking family is like this. And even in my family, it wasn't like this. I know plenty of families where they're not like this. But, you know, there are some Asian families that I'm sure we both know about where there's totally like a, you know, just do what you're fucking told dynamic from parents mm-hmm. to kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of this comes from, again, like just precedence. It's like, yo, people, it's like monkey see, monkey do. It's like we we do what we see. It's like why you see um, adults engage in such like self-harming or like uh, kind of risky behaviors. It's because they grew up in very uh, unstable households and all that. It's like we we imitate what we kind of grew up in, the quagmires that we, that we sprang from. Hmm. So... That's what I'm talking about with the bad communication. And hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting though. I, I, I know about this too, that there are people in Shanghai, especially because look, people in Shanghai, they're better educated. They're much more uh, cosmopolitan. They're much more open-minded than mm-hmm. the rest of China. It's, it's by far like a liberal bastion. And we know this, right? And right. that's why there are some people who even wonder, is this by design? That Shanghai is getting like wrecked so bad. Oh yeah, you you feel like it's like a like a hubris of Shanghai, even just like the government <laughs> bringing down the hammer and be like, you know. So I don't I don't know enough place. to really really get into this narrative, but I have known for a while that you know Shanghai. Look, if you wanted to, I think before this this period of time, if you wanted to kind of like consider Shanghai de facto. And not in any sort of like real uh, kind of um, administrative sense, but as kind of a de facto Singapore-like 
nation state, something like that, like a really small one with 25 million people. I think you could actually really make that argument because Shanghai was run very differently from the rest. And there are some people who wonder if, you know, this is some sort of statement about how, you know, you people in Shanghai, you're not above the long dick of the law here in China, you know? It's like, mm, mm, we do things mm. a certain way and, you know, you, you need to get back on the leash, so to speak, right? But I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that. And a lot of it's kind of like hearsay mm, in the corridors. Mm, mm. I, I don't know. Well do, you, well, do you think Shanghai's ever left the leash, so to speak? Well, I also think that a lot of it's perception, right? Mm. Where it's like people perhaps took it for granted on a day-to-day level, right? Mm, um, mm, but that's why I was asking you before. It's like, has this changed your perception of Shanghai in terms of like your uh, zeal for wanting to return? So uh, right now, a lot of people are at a crossroads. And I don't know if you've spoken yeah. to other people about their decisions. But um, you know, for me, for the moment, like I want to stay here. But I've talked to plenty of people who are like, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm done, dude. Like as soon as I can get a ticket and I can... Uh, secure all these processes for mm. zooming out of here. I'm done. I'm is, done. So is it because is there like a recency bias? Do you think because it's like this is what the government can do? Like this is like why is that really? Because I feel like if it's just because of mm-hmm. like from my obviously I'm not <laughs> look I'm not living in Shanghai so I don't know what it's like right now right um sure 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 sure. yeah but if i were in that position i'd be like well you know it doesn't surprise me that this is the that the government could do this like it really does not surprise (laughs) me at all right so that would be something i would just have to live with you know i feel like you know i let me put it in this context right because i grew up with Mm -hmm. my family my my family and i'm i'm sure yours as well right um my family has seen a lot of shit coming from china Right. I mean, uh, you know, we're talking about really witnessing and living like the birth of modern China. Right. Uh, and, you know, everything from like, you know, World War Two to like, you know, until like what the 90s when uh, my parents oh, yeah. uh, left for the U.S. So they've seen it all. My grandparents have seen it all. So I feel like a lot of I feel like I've really been raised with this mentality of like just persisting through things. Yeah. Uh, so even as bad as my own quarantine in the U S for like that first year was terrible. I feel like I still had a will to survive because I feel like it's been really hammered in my brain to be like, just, just eat shit, man. Just, just take this, like take this stick up your ass and just fucking live with it for a few, few, few months. Just, just accept that, that white feathery, that white feathery dome. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, right? Like, like seriously, like that, that's, you know, that's like the message my mother certainly communicates to me all the time. Right. Just like, you know, she, you know, I remember like early on in like 2020, right. In 2021, you know, my mom's like, you know, you haven't lived through shit. you never knew what it's like to be hungry. Oh dude. Right? I remember you telling me about that. You, you were know, like, what the fuck kind of at the time. But... It's like, you don't know what it's like to wait in line <laughs> Just for a few chicken bones and a few chicken carcasses to make soup stock. Yeah, but mom, you don't know what it's like to match with like 10 girls on Tinder and then none of them talk to you. <laughs> well, seriously, you know, I mean, that's like first world problems in her view, right? You know, like, 
Also, like, hey, you know, hey, mass, hurts. Maslow's hurts. hierarchy, you know, like, you you never been yeah. struggling at the bottom of that pyramid. Um, so I feel like even though I've never had that experience, a lot of that messaging was conveyed to me. And I think if I were in that situation in Shanghai, I would just eat shit and just, uh, you know, do my <laughs> time, right? You know, I'd be, plus I'd be with my grandparents. So that's nice, too, you know? Um, obviously, right. look, obviously, right, right, right. you know, it's, it's easy for me to say in my position right now, um, you know, even though having had my own quarantine experience, obviously it's not to the same extent as Shanghai. So to people who are, so, so I'm really curious, you know, when, when I hear people mm-hmm. say like, oh, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of Shanghai. This is too much for me. Like my mind mm-hmm. is like thinking like, is it because you can't take this quarantine or is this because... <laughs> is it because you're a pussy? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. okay no, 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 here we are. Here we are. Like, obviously, look, I'm not, I don't want to belittle anyone's experiences because, you know, <laughs> some people have had really bad mental health issues, right? Uh, right. Being alone. Yeah. And that, that's, really, that's really shitty, right? But when I hear people who are, like, so urgent to get out, is it because of the quarantine or is it because now you see like the full extent of China's dick just slapping across your face? Like, look, you're going to be fucking quarantined. Oh my God. I had no idea it was it. that big. That is too big. And, 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 I can't take that. Well, and, and to, and in response, <laughs> I say like, really, you never fucking thought that this would actually happen. Like, come on. Like if, like, like we were saying earlier, if China that's wants why you to cannot happen, buy into stereotypes you dude. cannot buy into stereotypes <laughs> yes that, that's really the takeaway hey, from this no but like you know if China wants something to happen it will happen right and that's just something yeah, you have to right. accept if you want to live here right like like just think about it right as a foreigner you, you live in a city like Shanghai for all its liberalness for all its uh, you know all the you know enjoyments the accoutrements that you get for for living in uh shanghai you know oh, yeah. that you know there's shit oh, yeah. that you have to fucking put up with like like rem- you can go to the mall and buy gucci and versace <laughs> smoke hookah <laughs> or like but like you know going- we live in the french concession yes yeah this is this goes out to all the french concession people out there right like come on <laughs> no but if you you know former french concession former. don't forget the first f sorry the first f is very important you're right, the ffc the ffc <laughs> no but like you know you go to a club and you go to a bar don't be surprised if the yeah. police come in and start raiding you and asking for a passport shit like that you know like knock knock piss in this cup <laughs> like seriously right you know you know there are concessions yeah. that you have to you have to deal with when you live in Shanghai. And yeah. that's just something you have to accept. Yeah. And if you don't accept it, then if you're finally, now you've realized, you know, then, you know, now I, I can't take this shit anymore. I have to go back. Then it's like, okay, well, well okay. Like, were, were you really surprised? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm being a little harsh here. Right. But part <laughs> of me is also just like, you know, maybe I've also seen a lot of fucking shitty foreigners in Shanghai, and now I'm just like, you know what? Oh, here we go. Take here your, we go. Take your fucking hubris and, you know, pack a lunch and go home, you know? Like. <laughs> now back to double pontification. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, 
I, I've thought about this quite a, uh, quite a bit as well. And um, uh, here's here's like kind of the the spark notes on it because it's a really involved topic. First of all, right, we are both like Chinese Americans, so we can actually engage with the culture in the native language with uh, other family or coworkers, locals. We mm. we have a meaningful connection to this place, mm. so we do have to acknowledge that. I, right? I so definitely do. Yeah. When being Shanghainese, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, especially yeah, especially so directly that, and then me in a broader sense, you know, in terms of being mm-hmm. of Chinese descent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my parents you know, having grown up here, absolutely. So, you know, with family, when someone does something stupid. Right. Oh God, you know, like Johnny cheated on his girlfriend again. Like Johnny, you're like you fucking idiot, but you're my younger brother. Uh, you know, I won't I won't ostracize you, I won't excommunicate you. But you know, you're a fucking idiot. But you you have that you have that that cushion when it comes to your family. And I think we, we have that when you when you think of that in terms of um how we perceive this place mm. and also our tolerance for quote unquote bullshit and part of that bullshit is just things are done differently it's not like oh just because i don't like it it means it's bullshit right and that so the starting Mm -hmm. point from where we're evaluating this is completely different like you and i Hmm. not only do we have more tolerance and acceptance for how things are done here we also just have a better understanding in in empathy for how things are just they're they're different Mm. and they're valid in different ways now there are certain things we don't like and certain things i do think are actually bullshit Hmm. But now you now you switch on to someone hmm. else, right? Let, let's say it's someone who has no connections hmm. to this hmm. place. Right? Absolutely. They of Chinese descent. They don't speak Chinese. They just kind of like came in here. Like their friend circle in terms of their range of activity doesn't really include that many locals. Locals are almost kind of like NPCs, like moving mannequins. You know, maybe it's your bartender who who gives you your fucking sex on the beach or whatever, you know, while you make out with you know, your fellow Euro girlfriend or whatever. It, like, <laughs> it, it's a very different way of living. And when you have been um, so divorced from the Chinese-ness of Shanghai while living here, yeah, it comes like a massive cock slap in the face. Like, oh my goodness, how could China act in a China way? How could this ever happen? <laughs> so... Yeah, like for for you and me, I agree. It's also kind of mm. like, yeah, something mm. like this could have always happened. I mean, the fact that they could mm. get COVID under control so quickly in 2020, you don't think that that could have like happened again in, with that sort of swiftness and efficiency, but in a way that was less pleasant the second time around? So I'm not really that shocked with how things are, but I can see it where, depending on your starting point, if you don't have that connection, or also if you never bothered to build a connection. I mean, we've always kind of been uh, very iffy of people who've been here for like 10 years or whatever, and they don't speak any Chinese, or they have like a Chinese spouse. They have a they have a half, a half Chinese kid, right? And they still don't know anything beyond like ni hao. Right, right. We've talked <laughs> like, about okay, this. Okay, right. You know, this, this is a certain personality type we're dealing with here. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, shocked yeah, in, yeah. in in those ways yeah. right and like you said there's also the mental health aspect mm-hmm. look people are nourished by different things you and i are both pretty social but there is a mm-hmm. side of me where i can just go into my man cave i can hang out with my cat i can just watch a, a bunch of movies play a little devil may cry on the ps2 <laughs> <laughs> you know write some poetry uh read some novels like i'm okay now would i rather be able to go outside 
and like go to a cafe or occasionally like get a drink. Yeah, of course. But I'm not going to lose my fucking mind over it. But for some other people, they're not necessarily in as stable of a place. And this is really hard. If you're, if you're lived, imagine this, you're living on your own. Okay. You don't have any Chinese relatives, right? Let's say you're just like, mm. I don't know, like a, mm. uh, a black American dude. You know, you, you don't have Chinese family. You don't necessarily speak Chinese well. Mm. You're being flooded in this fucking community group with like 500 messages a day. And you're trying to keep up. And you're like, oh shit, do I have to take a test today or not? Mm. And then, mm. you know, you get called out like, hey, you know, why didn't you take the test today? Like, well, I didn't fucking know. You guys were talking about whether you should stick a Q-tip up this dog's ass. <laughs> you know, like it's, it, it does seem very kind of crazy and almost like you're, you're stuck in some fucking Kafka novel. Right. Where you're told like, oh, don't worry about it, man. Like in two weeks, you're going to get this pass and then you can go outside and blah, blah. Two weeks pass is like, um, when we said two weeks, we forgot the zero after the two. It's really 20 weeks. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) just chill with that. And it's really tough. People don't deal with anxiety. Well, we were talking about it with like uh, investing, right? With the stock market. People do not deal mm. with 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 uncertainty well. Mm, mm, mm. So when you have, again, like really bad trickle-down communication and shit's always changing, hmm. yeah, I can see why people at cer- a certain points like, I can't handle this and I want to get the hell out of here. So there's that. But, you know, there's another component too where if you are in a relationship... <laughs> But then you're figuring out like, okay, so I've been like boinking this person like for the past, like, you know, six months on and off. And then we just happened to get trapped together during, during lockdown. Oh now I'm realizing I actually have to engage with her as a human. Oh my God. Like, who is this? Why the fuck are we doing this? I need to get the right, hell out of right, here. Right, Parachute right. back to, back to Texas. I need to get the fuck out. There, there are also those cases yeah, too yeah. where, and even married couples, people realizing like, Oh my god! Why the fuck did I ever make humans with this with this troll? <laughs> like, why am I here? <laughs> and like, you know, you know, work going to work kept me busy. I never had to think about it. But mm, now it's mm. like, oh my goodness, this is a terrible human being. Why did I ever mix my DNA with him? <laughs> to, you know, so there's a there's there's a lot of crazy shit going on in those dynamics too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we always were very like, oh man. Like, why is that couple together? You know I mean? you've, you've seen a lot you know, of like those, those couples yeah. where yeah. where they can barely communicate to each other. It's like, you know, someone speaking mm. at the level of like a four year old in English, and then the other person speaking at the level of like a two year old mm. in Chinese, and then somehow they have a meaningful relationship. We, like, we've yeah. talked about. They're not going to survive two months of lockdown yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, right? um, may, who knows, man? You know, something. <laughs> who knows, dude? Like <laughs> they're not going to be dissecting the tempest, dude. Well, well, <laughs> I can guarantee well, well, you that. Maybe they have like a Chinese version of the tempest and the English version, and then they talk through Google Translate. You know, I don't know. Right? Don't yeah. Know. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I mean, you know, point being, there are a lot of stories out there. Right. There's a lot of backgrounds that you know. Obviously, you know, it's it is unfair of me to to just blanket you know all this on like you know this this hub this idea of hubris of uh of expats but um there is a lot of that though you know there there is a lot yeah. where i think for some people shanghai was like disneyland you know it's like oh i come in and like things don't matter oh rmb those are disney dollars <laughs> you know instead of going to splash mountain i you know 
I go to Smash Mountain where I get smashed out of my fucking mind, you know, and then I go to this job that I don't really qualify for, but I'm able to do it because I'm foreign, mm, you know? Mm, mm. So there definitely is a huge segment of that population. And some yeah. of them are wondering, like, oh, what's the next thing? And not in terms of necessarily going back home. You don't necessarily have to, but there's some people like, oh, yeah, let's, like, go to Thailand. Oh, let's go to Vietnam. Let's go to the Philippines. Yeah, dude, China is, like, it's just, it's too much. Like, let's go to a place where it's, like, China 30 years ago. And what they're kind of implying is, like, yeah, let's just, like, live as foreign kings. Right? So, yeah, you know, how, you know how I feel about those kinds there is, of people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but that that's part of the situation. But then of course there are other people too where look, I mean, you we were talking about it before, right? In terms of a time episode that we did before. Like you go a couple months without seeing your friends in the flesh, you can start to go a little loony. If for mm. for you like one of the things that nourishes you and enriches you, it's one of your love languages like physicality or just spending time face to face. Like, yeah, you can sip a cocktail at the same time over zoom. It's not exactly the same thing. Right. Mm, mm, mm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's challenging a lot of things in terms of what was ever real. Cause in Shanghai, you can have a lot of fun, man. Right. A lot of, a lot of, as we know, a lot of karaoke lots of 5am binge drinking sessions, <laughs> you know, mm. um, Lots of like careless, like wandering throughout the city or taking a cab with the windows down, you know, it's pretty affordable for the most part. Mm, mm, mm. And now people have to deal with like real things like, oh my God, I, uh, I was talking to someone who turned 30 during lockdown, mm-hmm, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, like now I have to think about, you know, do I stay? Do I go? I'm not married. I don't have like a significant relationship. I don't have that many savings mm. saved up. You know, because uh, I've been like boozing and having a fuck ton of fun, which I wouldn't necessarily take back. But now the question is, like, what do I do going forward? Well, but, is it here? Well, that's also is it back well, home. I don't well, know. That's also like a like a when you're 30 kind of question, too. Right. Especially given the situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yo, know, I mean, you know, that, all that being said, none of this is normal. Like, I think we do have to remind ourselves that. Right. None of this is normal. So I feel like, you know, it's also a bit brash to immediately, you know, have something like this happen and think, oh, oh my God, like now is time to hit the panic switch. Now, of course, if you have something else, you know, if you really don't know what to do with your life and you have some life decisions to make, then yeah, of course, now now is the time to definitely even think more about that. And certainly I have as well, right? Being Being in the US, right? I'm not just saying like, I'm not trying to be on like a throne being like... You, you dumbasses, figure this out, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, you know, sympathize with that. Um, but I just think I don't like to panic. Right? That's just me. If something's like this is something like this happens, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, what's the, you know, you no, know, let, let's see. I'm more like, let's see what the situation is before making any big decisions. Mm. That's just me personally. There is something to be said, also. Uh, I think you were kind of alluding to it which is there is something a bit fickle among some people. And look, maybe it's too harsh to say fickle. I think everyone, you know, is hardwired differently. Okay, fair enough. But I think that it's a little fickle to have enjoyed like a lot of things about Shanghai. And then when suddenly something like is not so enjoyable happens, 
that suddenly kind of ruins everything that happened beforehand. Mm. Like that, I think, is a little fickle. But at the same time, it also comes up, there's like a huge ideological kind of question that's brought up, right? Which is people, and some people have been avoiding it. It's like, am I actually okay living in an environment that believes and doesn't believe in such a different set of ideals and how things should be, let's say, optimally run hmm. in terms of a government, a society, the city, hmm. Hmm. right? And I, again, like people refusing to learn Chinese despite being here. I'm not saying like you learn it in three weeks. That's what I'm saying. But you've been here for like five, 10 years. Like, come on now. That's just you like, you know, having some personality flaw and, and perhaps even like, uh, you know, like uh, something really, um, some sort of like complex, right? Hmm. So for, for you to now have this like huge realization, if you've been here for a while, you know, that, that caveat being said in terms of like, oh my goodness, now I realize it's like, okay, yeah, you know, you were willfully sticking your head in the sand mm, and mm. You, you wanted every, like personal conveniences and personal benefits without really considering like what is it that is, you know, really important to you in a greater kind of existential sense. Now back to double pontification. I, I do wonder how this is going to impact views on, on foreigners going forward in Shanghai. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. And, you know, part of me thinks just kind of as a thought experiment, right? You know, we have, we probably have, well, not probably. We, I don't know what the numbers are, but there's, there's a massive exodus of foreigners from Shanghai these past two years, right? Oh, Yeah. I wonder, you know, if I go back to Shanghai after, you know, things kind of resemble some sense of normalcy when the borders open up again, is it going to be like Shanghai like 30 years ago? Is it going to feel like China's, I mean, Shanghai is going to be more Chinese? I I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe I won't even feel a difference. I don't know. Right. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty different. Uh, but I, I just think that What do you think is going to be different? It's a good question. Well, okay, first of all, I think a lot of establishments are going to have a huge like cycling out, right? So a lot of right, uh, right, places... Right. I mean, look, a lot of places that we liked before, they already like died and perished in the first COVID. Really? Wave. Really? And I think there's going to be more of them. Is, so is the Campbell still there? It switched locations, and it's in a much smaller location now, but I don't know if it's going to survive, man. Okay. Like, it wasn't Cause, that popular cause, after. Because I was thinking about the Campbell, man. The Campbell is where I watched the 2000, was it 2018 Champions League final with Real Madrid versus Liverpool. And now that's going to happen again. That's pretty crazy. In a few weeks. Pretty crazy. I don't, I'm not turned on. I'm completely turned off by soccer, but yeah, I feel the nostalgia. I know you are. I know you are. But I do, I, that that was some good nostalgia at the Campbell. Okay. So Campbell is still there. For now, I think just a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants. Look, F&B is so competitive to begin with and you don't make, most people don't make tons of money. It's like a month-to-month sort of thing, right? If you can't mm-hmm, guarantee mm-hmm. that there isn't going to be another lockdown and suddenly like, okay, well, I just can't operate for like, you know, mm. four fucking months, you're not going to want to stay here. Right, right, right. right? F&B is already so fucking fickle and it's extremely competitive. So I think that's going to be a big change. Yo, that... Hmm. Well, that being said, I feel like when this shit is all over... 
it presents a lot of opportunity <laughs> to people. But 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 then you have to have people who believe that it's fully over, right? And that's what's hard with the shitty messaging and the lack of communication. Because you have people being told, oh, it's gonna, you're going to be able to they go outside in two weeks. Two weeks pass, it doesn't happen. Do you think it's shitty messaging or is it a lack of commitment towards a single occurrence or possibility? I mean, as, I mean or both. potato, potato. I mean, I think they're kind of the same thing. I mean, I, one other thing I think we could consider, is it by design or not? Hmm. It probably what if is. it's intentional? I think it is. Could be. Because no one knows what the fuck you know, is I also happening. wonder, what if, like, a, an intentional side effect of all this is that, like, they wanted some of the foreigners to leave, right? And the only ones who stayed were the ones who, like, proved a sort of, like, oh, I'm really here for something, sort of loyalty. I don't know. Maybe that's too huh. conspiracy theory-ish. Huh. I, I don't know. Like, but, I, um, I, I, I also wonder if this is going to lead to a brain drain. Probably. Definitely a lot of economic drain already, right? And those two go hand in hand. I mean, you could do yeah. without the shitty foreigners who barely speak English, but, you know, still try to teach English, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could do without those. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who I haven't talked to in such a long time. And I'm not just talking about foreigners. I'm talking about, like, local Chinese people as well. I wonder I wonder how they're holding up. You know, I wonder if it's a... Uh... Well, I don't know. It's just been so long, you know. Is it is it weird to be like, hey, how's your life? <laughs> how's how's lockdown? You know, I don't know if it's a scene. It just seems like uh, it's like, oh, like we're locked down now. You think to to message me and all that? I don't know. I think that's too cynical. I think it's the cynical American in you speaking. I don't think Chinese people feel that way. I think that most Chinese people would appreciate that as a sign of care. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll, maybe I'll give a. Give give Daniel a message, you know. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh damn, Kevin hit me up for the booty call. I knew he'd cave." <laughs> yeah, years <laughs> later, <laughs> seven seven thousand miles away. <laughs> oh God! Hey man, cybering is still a thing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure it's even more a thing nowadays. Dude, we're talking about business opportunities. Maybe this is the time to pull out. Why fun? Why fun? And Wetflix. Yeah, dude. Well, I don't. I don't know. I, suddenly, that association might not be so great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking of a right, of an alternative right, right, right. after Netflix like tanked super hard. I was like, okay, how about like Disney Plus? But then, <laughs> you know, that doesn't really look good either now. So I'm just out of ideas for the moment. May streaming just it, it isn't where it's at. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Disney Plus. But That's I do a... think. That as soon as lockdown mm. is actually over, over in Shanghai, mm. oh, dude, people are going to be fucking horny. So maybe some like mating apps, not just dating apps. Straight up mating apps. Like, <laughs> you know, super straightforward, nasty app called like. W- wanna bang. <laughs> wanna bang. <laughs> there we go right yeah i was i was gonna say something like a little bit more elevated like jungle jungle no no you just have to make it straightforward man there is there is no miscommunication with a name like wanna bang (laughs) they're randy i'm feeling randy can you suck my lolly i'm feeling a bit randy baby stop (laughs) stop (laughs) oh god that's so bad (laughs) please don't do that again i'm done done
Yeah, we're all done with COVID, huh? Well, it's not really up to me in terms of when I'll be done with COVID here. But, um, you know, there are people who are just hanging on by a thread. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And now I'm starting to get a little stir crazy. You know, I do want to stay here, but at the same time, I haven't been home back to the States to see my family in three years. Can you believe that? Three years. That's a long time, man. Spring 2019. It's been over three years. And that's why people want to leave. It's like, at what point is it not worth it anymore to be away from my family? It's like, maybe I don't even miss my home country that much, but my parents are getting older and I haven't seen mm. people or like my, my siblings got kids. I've never seen them. Hmm. hmm. Uncle Dick has to make an appearance, <laughs> man. Yeah. You know, overall, like I still, I still consider Shanghai like my second home. You know, I've been here for so long. I did a lot of growing up here, a lot of partying here <laughs> that I want to continue at some point. Um, but I still, I just miss like, you know, it's really weird being so close. It's so far from things that you really enjoy. Like just being able to like walk down some old streets, down some narrow alleys, see some like random people playing chess, you know, like a cigarette being flicked onto the sidewalk. <laughs> like, just just these things that um really make up the the uh the life in the city, right? The landscape of it, really. Yeah. I've got this nice window view actually in this room and I'm on the 29th floor and I look down and it's so empty and like I can feel my feet like so nostalgic for the pavement beneath them. Hmm. hmm. You know? It's weird. It's like when was the last time I wore shoes? <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fucking really weirdo like experiment going on in a way, right? Like, um, I just gotta stay positive. I'm having a pretty good time overall, and I'll work on things, man. Gotta put together the team for why fun. <laughs> okay, on that note, um, yeah, dude, it's yeah, really yeah. good to chat with you. It's been yeah. a, it's been mm. a minute. Yeah, it's and, been um, a hot minute. Let's let's. Uh, let's get together again sometime soon and hopefully yeah. in the flesh either when i visit the states at some point or when you, know, you come back to shanghai dude we need to get that drink we need to get a drink sometime it's been a while uh probably not gonna be singular it's probably like we need to get all the drinks we need to get wasted yes yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah all right man i'll let you go all right peace out dick see you later stay sane Take stay care. sane <laughs> trying trying I wish I could say these policies are making a difference but I don't know PCR tests restrictions masturbation two months later we're still locked up and now this. This city's eating itself. Maybe it can't be saved. But I have to wait. Push myself. These nights all roll together in a rush inside my apartment. Sometimes in the morning, I have to force myself to remember that nothing new has happened.
Thank you for joining us. See you next time on Double Pontification.